0: Yo, what's going on everybody, welcome to Millennial Stories with Sammy V, episode number 13. I know it's been a little while since um, we've done an episode. I had uh, played soccer for the last four months, so I've been out of commission, but I am absolutely excited for this today. Um, got Joey Black Ice Davis on today. Um, How's everybody doing? Um, and uh, we were actually, we have class together. <laughs> Joey, you're, um, a, you wrestled here at Notre Dame, which is where we're at today. We're at Notre Dame College. Um, you're a pro MMA fighter currently right now in Bellator, yes. right? Yes. Awesome. Um, well, I wanted to get, I heard Joey's story, he told, told his story in a class, um, and I was like, man, I gotta get this guy on Millennial Stories. I'm like, cause I, the whole purpose, so first off, if you're a new or first time viewer to this podcast or YouTube show, go ahead and hit, go ahead and hit subscribe, that way um, you get these episodes right away. Um but i heard his story and i'm like man dude i gotta get you on this i gotta get you on this because i was inspired thank you when i heard your story thank you i'm I'm
1: just thank you for having me sam that's like i like i know it's still a moment but i remember just watching you in class and just uh listen, listening to you talk man very intelligent very intelligent so i listen to people who are intelligent because i hope to one day you know be a speaker and uh it wasn't always part of my plan to be a speaker, but I hope to one day, you know, be speaking to the kids and make sure they understand me. So when you were speaking this whole year in class, just the way you, you know, you term yourself, the way you handle yourself is just a real good deal. So I had to do this interview just for just for you, Sam. I appreciate it, man. Just for you, Sam. I really do. Um, so let's let's kind of start at the beginning.
0: Right, I'm going to actually give you give some of the stats and correct me if I get the stats wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but in your college wrestling career, you are 133-0. Um, which is a division two record or an mm-hmm. all NCAA record?
1: Well, it's it's the first first time I've done it's been done undefeated. So Okay. Uh it's not a record that, you know, nobody's never won hundred consecutive matches, but there's been this I'm the first to do it undefeated in four years.
0: Got it. Awesome. You're
1: currently in Bellator fighting at what weight class? Uh welterweight division, one seventy. One seventy mm-hmm. and you're probably per- the toughest division in it. In the Bellator, Uh, if you don't know Bellator, you know, just like the UFC, and uh, it's probably like, if not, you know, we have the best division in MMA, MMA, Mixed Martial Arts in the whole game. I just got to say that now, because, you know, a lot of people be like, UFC is the best, UFC is the only Mixed Martial Arts business in the game. But there's a whole lot of organizations that, you know, that can top the UFC, so. Right. Yeah, 170. to weight division is the one I fight in. And you're 4-0 currently. 4-0 currently in the division. That's awesome.
0: So obviously a lot of success as an athlete and now a professional athlete, um, which is which is phenomenal. Part of the reason I wanted to get you on here, but um, you know it was your story, you know throughout your career and your life that that inspired me. And I was like, if you know, if other people heard this story, um, it's gonna inspire them too. So. Um, let's just start
1: out, like, where are you from? Um, how did you get to Notre Dame and that type of thing? Um, for those who don't know, um, I'm from Compton, California. Um, yep, yeah, Compton, California, just like we all hear in the movies and all, you know, all in the scenes and stuff like that. Uh, you know, very tragic background for me to grow up in, and um, but I, I'm just thankful and honored that you know God has put me in those situations to grow up in because not a lot of people can, you know. Can talk about my experiences of what I've seen and what I've grew up with. Um, I've never been a man to make a lot of excuses or to complain about where I grew up in or anything like that. Just because uh, we don't really make those decisions, you know what I mean. I'm not Mm -hmm. mad at my mom or dad for you know or anything like that. I'm just truly happy to be on this earth and to to fulfill all my dreams. So um, growing up where I came from is just. Gave me so much power and more drive to be the best at whatever I did in life. So no matter if it's, you know, being a speaker, no matter if it was just, you know, not just sports, you know what I mean? Just being the best human being I could possibly be because, you know, a lot of people in the inner cities just just struggling, you know, depressed, uh, stress, uh don't have what everybody else have, you know what I mean? So those things really do go on in the world. And where a lot of people are really blind to it, you know what I mean. So now that I'm 25 years old, and uh, about to graduate college, and and seeing the, seeing the seeing the things that I've seen growing up, and I can and I seen the things that I can have, I'm just honorably blessed and just ready to get the ball going on in my life and start this success role. Yeah, that's awesome, man. You think that some of the stuff that or where you grew up, um,
0: the things that you went through growing up, um, how much has that played a part into
1: who you are today oh man that's a good question sam uh i mean i have a you know me coming to cleveland uh from california I already have a a different vibe to me you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh most people wouldn't even uh you know probably even wouldn't think i'm from the hood you know what i mean uh Mm -hmm. it's this term for, for like you know black kids that act smart you know or he's a Uncle Tom or he's a Urkel, you know what I mean? <laughs> or why does he sound, you know, white, you know what I mean? There's these are terms that kids say in the hood, you know what huh. I mean? That I used to be like, What do you mean? I'm just trying to be the best person I could be and you're really mad because of how I sound. That's crazy. You know what man. I mean? It's, it's really crazy, but these things really do go on in the hood and then it's it creates this difference to where like if you think this person might think you're better than them you know so he might gotta do something to attack you because he, you you getting ahead of him because life is competition you know mm. we're always surrounded by competition no matter what. It's somebody who's always trying to out to get you be better than you mm. and always somebody want what you want and it'd be the person that you closest to you yeah you know what i mean so um uh where we're going with this so uh Compton just shaped me into this person just to be a cool, the coolest person I can be. Um, mm-hmm. I don't need to be mad no no more than what I was growing up. You know yeah. what I mean? So now that I'm 25 years old, I'm so calm and cool to anything. I don't worry about what anybody got to say. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, because it's a waste of time. I'm, I know that if we all want to achieve greatness for ourselves, I know that we all want to better self better for our families that's what we all get up every day to go to work to work out to get our bodies in shape because if it was just for us then it would get tired right you know what i mean so and have that extra, extra motivation or exactly you know and that's what confidence put put so much in me because i've you know i can't be i don't wake up mad at the world because i wake up mad sam that what i'm not doing like I'm late. I I didn't get up enough. I didn't I, I didn't have enough time in my day. Like, that's where I'm at now in my life. I would never be mad no more about stuff that doesn't matter. Right. Right. You know what I mean, so Compton just shaped me into really just a cold person. Not a cold-hearted person. I'm not cold-hearted, but it just molded me to like, dang man, like life is beautiful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because all the shenanigans that's going on, all this, you know, fires, this, things that we can't control, we, we can't control. So right. why would we get mad over it? You know what I mean? Right. So that's what I look at, take my day slow. I love that being like,
0: um, you know, not worrying about things that are outside of your control. Mm-hmm. Um, so coming to to Cleveland, um, you know, having the success that you had as a wrestler, uh, which is unprecedented, it's, it's incredible. Um, What do you think was one of the biggest reasons why you were able to have that success?
1: Man, Sam, good question. Um, It wasn't because how tough I was, even though I had that in me. Um, It wasn't because I was always the best at what I did. I I I I was one of those kids growing up where I got laughed at in class because I couldn't read, or Mm. I couldn't. You know, I I was one of those kids that always didn't dress nice, and I was one of those kids who were losing a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was never always the best at what I did, so I just changed that mentally. I said I got tired of being getting laughed at, I got tired mm-hmm. of not having what I want, and I want to be the best. So I just hit a, I hit, I hit a, a real switch, real quick. Was
0: there a specific moment, because that's was, that was my next question was going to be, was there a specific moment where you hit that switch that you can remember, or a time or experience that you had?
1: Uh, I could tell you what age it was, I don't remember when it hit. I was It didn't hit till I was 21. You know, I got to college. I was on my own. You know, and I, I can tell you what it really, where it really hit me the hardest. It's crazy because it's just, it's just life experiences, what you've been through. I got to college and I seen that I was the only one coming from where I came from, and I was alone. Like I didn't have nobody from home, from California. I didn't have my mom and dad here to to talk about my problems at the time. You know, because when you're in high school. You go so fast through high school. You're having so much fun. You got prom. You got you know football. You got all this stuff. Everything's just smiling, smiling. Then you get in the college dorm and you're on your own. You really gotta do some yeah. stuff. And it's just like, damn, like you don't have to, you know everybody's got their group of friends. And you really like, damn, I'm really just here. Like I really gotta do this. Right. That's when it switched. I said I'm not playing no more life. Like I gotta really do this on my own. You yeah. know. And it really took me for just being on my own. I don't need to hang out with nobody to fill the crowd. Like people really wanna hang out with people to get that that clout, you know, they want to know how they get that girl. People are really concerned with themselves in life that they forget about focus. Mm. You lose track of focus because they, they they get to seeing everybody, what everybody else do. You know what I mean? I was never one of those kids. They just focusing on what they can do. Exactly, and that's how people get, you know, left behind. You know, oh, I, I, well, I was sorry, you was doing your work, so I'm trying to do what you do. And, and the person, like, well, I was always on my own grind. Like, you got to do what you got to do. And, um... It took a lot of like, it took a lot of discipline and like, you know, for me to learn like, damn, I really just need to just have some self-discipline without nobody telling me though, saying I didn't need my mom, my dad, no friend, nobody to push me to just say, hey, like you got, I was on my own. Mm-hmm. And it was really like that. So uh, it took a lot of self-discipline on my own and self, me wanting to be the best I could possibly be because it is true, yeah. the, the harder you will get rewarded, the harder you work. You will pass people up the harder you work. It's just simple because everybody doesn't work as hard as you, especially when they can't see. It's just so true.
0: Yeah.
1: Whether you believe it or not, somebody if you're not grinding, somebody gonna pass you up, and then yeah, it's gonna be somebody that you don't like in front of you, and that's the worst. And I can't have that. <laughs> so I think one of the biggest different or the differentiator
0: is work, and um, so a foundational thing for me is like. What I learned is that, you know, people work 8 to 5, right? The average person works 8 to 5, and most people aren't working 8 to 5. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people work in 3, 4 hours. If I could work an extra hour or 2 a day, put in that little extra work over time, that adds up. Yes.
1: I agree, Sam. Yeah. And people don't want to do that either. I'm over laziness, too. I don't think it's laziness no more. I think that's a word that's just... You can't be lazy for too long, because word that's going to get you. Right. You know what I mean? I just think people just... I don't know. Yeah. What What makes you do that extra hour or two? Um, that's a good,
0: another good question. I, and, the, and I'll tell you the reason why I ask this, because you already said this, um, that you your parents weren't there to motivate you, these people weren't around you to motivate you, so you had to find something internal. Because here's the thing, if you wait for somebody else to motivate you, you're going to have to wait for them. And they <laughs> may never motivate you. Yeah. They may never be there, so you're just going to wait for other people. Um, to come to your life to change your life, and it's probably never gonna happen So you have to find something internal that's gonna get you. So
1: what is it that makes you do that extra hour or two? Looking back where I came from 100% looking back where I came from if it wouldn't if, if, if it's not that I wouldn't I don't think Sam honestly like I Wouldn't be here today. hmm Is that true? Yeah Like what, what about that? That's that's true I'll probably be doing something i'm not supposed to be doing not Mm -hmm. caring about what anybody else thinks because i didn't have what everybody else have right right so i i feel like me as a person that ain't my i i can feel that way Mm because you know what i mean if i really want to dig deeper i I can be angry because i work harder than the average joe and i'm not getting the same respect as that person Mm -hmm. so forget this man i might just go do you know what i mean right so I can't, I, 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 don't, I don't like to implement that, but sometimes I'm so, I'm such, I get deep down and thinking like, man, like, am, am I really, am, am I getting what I'm worth? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's the biggest thing because a lot of people don't know what they're worth. Mm-hmm. You know, it took me till now to almost figure out what I could be worth. Now I'm starting to understand like who to talk to. I don't got to talk to everybody if I don't want to talk to them, you know, because we're all, I mean, everybody's important. Right. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. I really believe in that. Yeah. You talk about, and I know this too, just because being in class and,
0: um, and whatnot, you talk about God a lot, so um, talk about that and how that's impacted your life, you know, your spiritual side, um, and what that looks like and, and what that means to you.
1: Um, going into, you know, my spirit, my, what I talk about, how my, my spiritual outlet is, not that I'm the biggest, uh, you know, like religious man in the world or anything like that. But um, I just truly believe there's a higher power. Um, I know that I'm truly blessed because of, you know, um, not only that, you know, everybody has to struggle to get their reward and everybody got to go through something to get that high reward. Like, I know those things for some reason. Like, I know that. But I know that I'm blessed because of my which way that I have to lead and how I lead. For example like coming from compton to, to cleveland and just having everybody on my team wanting a leader to just follow mm-hmm. and it's hard to explain you know what i mean but i just knew like i was always meant to do something yeah, i really didn't want to do feeling that i really yeah, didn't lead want lead to, is want to hard, do is hard man exactly especially when you don't when you, when you don't really like to because it's like if you don't want to do it yourself then what are you here for right you know what i mean so i knew that god had a higher purpose to to have me for example that hey you might not want to be a talker but your team going to they going to follow your lead
0: mm-hmm.
1: how could you not want to follow a four time national champion 133 you know from Compton league it'll be hard not to listen to
0: right you know
1: what i'm saying i might not got to talk a lot i might talk stupid like cuz i'm you yeah. know what i mean but God gave you two ears and one mouth. Mm-hmm. We we're made to listen more. Everybody, if you run your mouth too much, you where I'm from, you get hurt. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Or if you don't run your mouth too much, you a little weird. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So like I learned a lot from based off my experiences, right? So I just knew that I was here for a higher purpose. Like I could just feel that that spirit in me because I wasn't a talker. I I was always on my own. Mm. I'm from Compton, California, and I come to Cleveland. and I have a whole bunch of people who wants to. You know, not be like me, but want what I want, mm-hmm. and that's a beautiful force. Like everybody, want we, everybody wants to win. Like I, I, and I was the leader of that. Mm-hmm. I could feel it. Um, whether people can't see that or not, hundred percent, it's just there. That's how you I was, know it, dude.
0: You know yeah. it when you have that, and I felt it before at times in my life where like I might not have been recognized as the leader, but I knew based on my spirit that I'm leading. That people are looking up to me. People are are paying attention, they're perceptive, and it's a responsibility, you know what I mean, it's like, cause when you're when you're leading people, you're responsible for those people in, in a lot of ways, and, and, and everything you do, people are watching, and it be, makes you a better person, you know, it makes you, you know, you, you be careful what you say more, uh, you, you're more careful about what you do, um, but then at the same time, you have to be an example, <laughs> it's responsibility, it's tough, I mean, you, you're leading people, but you can feel it. I totally can relate with you on that. I felt that this past year when I was playing soccer here. I didn't have the captain's armband, but I felt like people were looking up to me and I was a leader. Um, and I ended up wearing the captain's armband for the end of the season, but like, you know, it wasn't like anybody really recognized that. But I felt like in a lot of ways it was like I was leading and I just could feel it in my spirit. So I totally can relate with you on that. Um, let's go into like your pro career now. And... And what your, um, you know, your 4-0, which is awesome. Obviously, you know, it's the best start you can have and being undefeated so far. But let's just talk about what are you looking to accomplish? What do you want to do, um, you know, in your career
1: moving forward? Oh, man, good question, bro. Well, it's simple, Sam. Um, <laughs> fighting is probably one of the, I, you, know, I'm a, you know, I'm a little, the gangsterest job of them all. It's like a drug, it's the quickest way to make money. It's the easiest profession to get into. You don't gotta be a certain size or a certain, you, you know what I mean, a weight or nothing. You can get into it, and you can get into it from jail. So it's the It's like, what the heck? You know, it's yeah. like no home's yeah. born. So I like that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? If I can get my money and get out real quick, it's just like, what the heck? So for me, I just wanna. My, my whole dream, Sam, is simple. Like it's just, it's, it's 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 starting to come naturally more. Never that I was always shying away from it. But I was so spiritually strong. I, you know, I have my my counters and my arguments with my. I'd be like, if it's selfish, you know. I'm doing? I used to be like, if I can't get my reward, how can I lead, right? You know what I mean? I like yeah. to be rewarded so I can be happy to lead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just you know, from you know me and you talking and stuff like that. So uh, I just wanna. I'm, I'm gonna work hard. That's never gonna stop. It's just it's just in me. I no love the work. What you're doing, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna work hard. Um, I, I I love I love the fact that I get to do anything I want with my platform. So what I'm saying is like when I'm in a cage, I have a microphone. I can pretty much say whatever I want and lead however I want. It's my life. It's my it's my you know it's just, matter how I do it. It's just beautiful. It's a blessing in the sky for me to have that right. I didn't have it in wrestling. And so I what just. What do you
0: want to use that platform for?
1: Just to get back. Okay. To the city. You know I will be the first pretty much if I. You know, everything goes right. Just be the big first big time fighter for Compton. And what I mean by giving back is just to start something to where they can say like, I can be a fighter. I can be a wrestler now. Like I don't gotta play basketball. I don't gotta play football. I don't gotta you know just to to get that message out there. Mm-hmm. That's my goal. But if you can do
0: it, they can do it too. yeah
1: Type yep. thing. Exactly.
0: That's awesome. I know you do go back and give back to Tennessee high too. school or inner yeah. city
1: kids. Absolutely. Uh, this past year, like at my, at this, uh, well, at my high school, I always give, like you know, wrestling camps, wrestling clinics, and mm-hmm. little things like that. Uh, it's just that's just what's naturally in me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, I love to be around kids and play around. But yeah, another company foundation with the used kids, I gave you know I bought backpacks with me, and I'm not even like you know. The, the, the you know richest kid or nothing like that but I know kids like backpacks Nike Nike, Nike backpacks because that's what I would have liked it as a yeah. little kid so anything that I know I like high fashion stuff I always like the coolest stuff so I know how to pick and stuff for the kids like yeah. I know how to pick you know it. what they're gonna like yeah right? like so that's me like yeah. I know what they're gonna like I like because I liked it so
0: yeah
1: but that's my whole thing it's just Giving back. Having that platform to give back. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And that's an The cool stuff, though, Sam, because sometimes people are going to be giving some cheap toys, bro. i would be like, man, these toys,
0: man. Gotta get. Well, here's the other thing is that when you do that, you're telling those kids what they're worth at the same time. If you give them something a little bit nicer because you can, you're saying, you know, like, you're worth nice things. You're worth the best in the world. You're worth, like, you know, I believe, you know, God created us for the best things in the world. You know, he created us to experience those things. You know, it's not, not that we attach ourselves to those and we become addicted to them, but that we're worth it, you know, and, and I, I think that's a great thing. And I think that's, a, that's actually spot on. Because um, what you're going to do is teach those kids that they're worth those things. Now, they've got to work hard. And you can teach them all those principles, but you know, you're, you're worth whatever you want in your life. Um, why'd you finish school? Why are you come back? Why'd you come back to finish school? I dropped out of school, too, so I can relate with you on that, um, where I dropped out you know, two and a half years into school, went and built a career, and I, uh, I came back and finished um, for my own reasons,
1: and you kind of did the same thing, because you went out and fought, built that, and now you come back to finish, so. Oh, man, Sam. Ooh, man, you're good. I uh, came back to school, Sam, because it was no way, I mean, with my dad pushed me, saying and my mom and everybody telling me, you got to finish school. Cause i don't really listen to everybody you know what mm-hmm. i mean not because i'm cocky or ignorant but like I was, but it was for me i could not leave before i had a full scholarship to come here, sam what i'm gonna tell my son why i didn't finish like really what i'm gonna say like i didn't finish because i thought i was cool or i didn't finish because i i, I don't like that mm-hmm. uh huh. yeah i can't say i didn't do anything yeah you that you finished what you started and that's my whole concept uh,
0: that's the same thing for me it's the exact same reason how's that you know, I don't even like school. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with it. But I was like, I started it, and I've always finished everything I've started. And it was, I think, it was weighing on my shoulders. Like, well, what am I gonna, especially when it came to soccer, it was like, what am I gonna tell my kid he said, like, well, why did you play three years? Why didn't you finish? You had a dream growing up to play college soccer at the highest level, and you got there and you quit three quarters of the way through. You know, there was this weight on my shoulders, and I didn't really recognize it you know and until a few years later that what it was and it was that I didn't finish what I started you know and because so I can I can really relate and, and feel you on that because um, I gave up you know uh, a good career you know that I had um, and, and it's not that you gave it up because you're going back to it um, but you definitely have taken time off of your mm-hmm. fighting career which i think is an, an interesting
1: uh, I feel like I made a mistake with that too
0: yeah you know
1: but you know, we give this another talk, you know, because like, like with Doctor Furdy, you know, use your powers for good and bad, right? But my dad thought that was the best thing for me because, you know, what? How many opportunities can you get a contract right in front of you? But when I had signed that contract, I was failing in school, like you know what I mean. So, and I wouldn't have had to come back, you know what I mean. So, it, I mean, I love. It. I'm happy, you know what I mean. I, like yeah. I said, I'm I'm happy with any situation. I, I come from nothing. I come from, you yeah. know what I mean. So. But that's just something for me to you. It's different situations. You know, it's yeah. weird, though. Yeah. I think, well, for me, dropping
0: out of school was the greatest thing I ever did. Mm. Coming back was also one of the greatest things. <laughs> 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 when you're gonna, you know, am I going to sit here and like regret every decision I've made or like you know whatever? Or am I going to look at it and go, well, actually, in the moment, like it was the best decision because of what I learned in those four to five years. It's made me, you know, when I came back and played my, 50, my last year of college soccer, I wouldn't have had that year if I didn't have those experiences for those four or five. I would not have had the year. I had the greatest year I've ever had playing, and it, beca- it was because of I think a lot of it had to do with those four or five years that I took off the game that allowed me to come back and do that. And so in hindsight, you look at it and you're like, man, actually, when you follow your instincts and your heart, you're not know, always what people say. So when you say don't listen to people, like, you know, I don't. I listen to people, but I also I think my instincts and my heart are like the. That's the director of life. You know what I mean. It's hard though, because (laughs) logically it makes no sense. But you're like, man, but I think I should do it because, you know, but you can't learn whether it's the right decision or the wrong decision until you make
1: it. You know what I mean? That's what's scary. I don't like making mistakes. Yeah. My mom be like, you're just crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But uh,
0: there's no doubt in my mind, man, that you're gonna be a champion. That you're gonna you're gonna do great things. Not only in the MMA game, but giving back to your community. Um, you know, I think that, you know, and like I said, I, I know for a fact you're, you're going to accomplish those things because I know that you if your work ethic, I know that your mentality, I know who you are as a person. But I will tell you, that I think the greatest thing, the greatest, um, you know, um, part about you isn't those things, but it's who you, who you are as a person. You know, you're, you've accomplished all these things. And you come back and you treat everybody the same. You're, you're incredibly, you know, you could come in and be, you know, big time. You know Joey in class and stuff like that. But one of the things I love about you, and I was perceptive enough to understand, is that like you, um, you treat everybody the same. You're 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 a nice person. You're a genuine person, um, and that's the greatest thing about you. Um, and that's also why the platform that you get when you become a champion is going to be so awesome, and you're going to help a lot of people. So I'm excited for you, man. Thanks, um, Joey Black Ice Davis. okay yeah. Um, if you don't watch MMA, go watch MMA now. <laughs> if you do, follow this guy. Um, incredible dude. I know him personally, and obviously you can tell through this interview um, that he's a great person, but you, also um, going to achieve great things in MMA. Hey, look, if you're a first-time viewer or a um, um, a newer viewer to this podcast, go ahead and hit subscribe. If you're finding me on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, go ahead and hit subscribe. Um and uh, check this
1: guy out. What's your uh, What's your Instagram? If you want to follow me on Instagram, Joey Iceman. Twitter is Joey Black Ice Davis. Facebook is all you don't gotta worry about that. But those are social medias. Go follow him. Thanks, dude, for coming on, man. Oh, I really appreciate you, it. This was
0: awesome, dude. For mm-hmm. real. And good luck with everything. Thank you, man. Awesome. Till next time, guys.